What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. We've got the divisional round this week, which means four more games to take a look at and kind of wild to think about, but there are only seven more games this season, four happening this week. So the season is definitely coming to a close. We've got four great matchups this week though. And if you want any action, I've got you covered. We're going to go over around 10 picks i didn't actually write out how many it's in the like the 7 to 10 pick range uh, but if you want more you can see the free list on my website theoffensefootballadvice.com we'll go over like 7 to 10 for you guys today and if you haven't signed up yet for an underdog account now's a great time season-long fantasy is over many of your favorite like actual nfl teams are now out of the playoffs and so if you want to sign up use promo code ffa they'll match your first deposit up to 100 you can get some action this weekend so, who do we like? Unfortunately, uh, all of my four favorite picks when I post them on Tuesday, all of them went up, and so they're like not really my favorites anymore. If you got them at the original lines, they are. But I went through uh, this morning, I added a bunch more, so we'll go over them now. At the moment, uh, my favorite that you can still get right now is Travis Etienne over 65 and a half rushing yards. There's really nothing I can do to make this line come out to like neutral EV. Even if I drop his yards per carry, um, I make the Jaguars more pass heavy than normal. Two things that like could happen. And that's why the line is lower because maybe like he's an explosive player. So maybe he doesn't hit for a long play. Uh, maybe Kansas City gets up quickly. You know, they have a two score lead right off the bat and the Jaguars are forced to be more pass heavy. But even doing those things, I did drop his yards per carry. I did make them more pass heavy. He still grades out as an exceptional pick. He's gone for over 80 rushing yards in four of the last five weeks. As expected, he was up to an 86% snap share last week. Even in a trailing game script, that's one thing that maybe people say like, oh, they might use Hasty more. Hasty's kind of like that third down back. They use him more trailing script. They were down a lot was it down 20 24 points something like that last week still had an 86 percent snap share still in that negative script was up to 20 carries and so even if they find themselves down again this week which is probably going to happen he's going to be out there virtually every play he's still going to get plenty of work and let's be honest you're the jaguars are you trying to run like a hurry up offense chucking the ball around a ton or at least to start the game are you trying to keep mahomes off the field sustain longer drives yeah i mean that just makes sense keep the ball on the ground to do that so i don't see him not hitting this over if he gets just like a normal amount of carries but even then like i kind of alluded to before like well he's an explosive runner and so even if i'm wrong and maybe hasty steals more uh snaps maybe they throw it like 80 percent of the time etn can still hit this over because he can have a 30 40 yard run and at that point, he doesn't really need to do much on the other carries. So I really like this one. Uh, that's probably my favorite pick again that you can still get right now. My next favorite is Devonta Smith over 63 and a half receiving yards. Smith hit that over in six straight weeks. And that's even with backup quarterback play. So in like half those games, he's had Minshew. At quarterback, he's still consistently hitting this over and shattering it in a lot of those weeks going over 100 yards he also has at least eight targets in nine straight games so we know the volume is there this isn't a player who's 
you know, I mean, I guess you can call him volatile, but he's not so volatile in his volume that it's like, you know, he's going to go out there and have eight for 150 and two and then two for 20 the next week. At least in the second half of the season, maybe in the beginning portion, you could like say that was true. But again, nine straight games of at least eight targets. And he has like exactly eight targets in like six of those nine games. Like he's being very consistent with the amount of volume he's getting. And given his general efficiency, he should turn eight to nine targets into around six to seven receptions. My projection has him at nine targets, 6.1 receptions, 76 yards. That means he hits the over on 63 and a half yards over 60% of the time. And if you want to compare sites, you want to say what other books have him at. If you look at DK, they have their prop one yard higher, so 64 and a half, and the juice is on the over. It's minus 125 on the over. So they're saying the over is the favorite, even at the higher line. I think at 63 and a half, probably going to go up by, you know, game time. I think that's a really good pick. Another one I like is McCaffrey over 65 and a half rushing yards. He's hit that over in five of the last seven weeks, but I think the line is lower now because people will look at like the box score and they'll see, okay, nine carries for Mitchell, 15 for McCaffrey. They'll get a little bit scared off because that split is a little bit closer um, than, you know, people expect. But if you kind of think about what actually happened in the game, we see Mitchell getting his first two carries after McCaffrey's 68-yard run. So 68 yards down the field. Obviously, he's not playing the next few snaps. Comes off the field. Mitchell steps in, gets two carries, and they actually bring McCaffrey back onto the field to score a touchdown. Then Mitchell doesn't have another touch until the third quarter where he got two carries on a drive that McCaffrey got six touches in. So we still have McCaffrey dominating. Then he doesn't get another carry until they're up 21 points in the fourth quarter. And all five of his remaining carries came on that one drive where they were you know, just bleeding out the clock. The game was out of reach. Like they didn't need to give McCaffrey 25 touches there. They knew they were going to win. So McCaffrey was featured for the first three quarters, but then he only had one touch in the fourth quarter because the game was out of hand. And even then, he still got up to 15 carries. He's 7-1, and one, hitting this over in games where he has at least 15 carries this season. Even projecting him at only 16.8, which is honestly, I think, conservative. I think I'm being conservative in saying they're still going to use Mitchell. But if you look at that game script, if this game is close, which it's very likely going to be, I don't think the split's going to be like 9-15 like it was last week. And I have expanded that a little bit. I don't remember exactly what I have Mitchell projected at. But at 16.8, you can kind of make a good assumption that it's around 7 carries. I think there's a chance they go closer to like 18-19 carries that Mitchell really bumps down if this game, again, is close. And if McCaffrey doesn't, you know, bust off like a 70-yard run. But you're totally fine if he does that because he hits the over in one play if that happens. So I definitely like this line. Uh, another pick I like is Isaiah Hodgins over four receptions. A lot of people, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't think many people were talking about the ankle last week when it was more of an issue. Like, he had the ankle injury going into last week. Uh, I post that picture having, like, the, the bruised ankle and everything. I think more people are talking about it this week for some reason, which is so strange to me because he has the injury before last week. He goes off. He's limited in practice because, like, no kidding. Who needs to practice right now? 
We're effectively in week 20 of the season. Everyone's banged up. Everyone's got these minor injuries. You've been playing for so long that there's no reason to give him not a limited work in practice. But I think people like see limited, see the ankle, and they're like, ah, and they get scared off. And that's why the prop is down at four. But again, he had eight for 105 and one last week. Uh, it was his sixth straight game with at least four receptions. Now, the matchup is a little bit better for Richie James because the Eagles are great against outside wide receivers. Very bad. I think the worst team in the league against slot wide receivers now. But we know that Hodgins is going to be out there virtually every snap. He's going to play like 90, 95% of the snaps. Uh, and the sites accounted for this. Like they boosted the props for Richie James and they dropped them for Hodgins. So the line itself is taking into account the fact that he's got a difficult matchup. And I just don't see the risk in over at four. Like if it was four and a half, maybe we have a little bit of pause there. But at four, like it seems like almost worst case you're getting a push here, especially with, you know, how good Daniel Jones has looked recently. Uh, we've got the Giants coming off their highest pass rate over expectation game on the season. We know that their road touchdown, I think it's seven and a half points actually, uh, underdogs this week. So even if they don't see the same pass rate over expectation because they're playing a much better defense, the expectation will be higher. So the pass rate's still going to be elevated. Um, I really just think the one downfall here is the matchup. Like I said before, not a good one, obviously. I just don't think it's a very high risk bet at over under of, of four. Like Again, if it jumps to four and a half, I don't love that as much because now he has to hit five. Four wouldn't be a push. But if you're giving me four as a push and he's consistently, he's their best wide receiver right now. Like I don't think anyone can watch those games and not think he's their best wide receiver. You're going to have to throw the ball. He's been good. I just, I really like this one. So that's a lot of overs in a row. How about some unders this week? We're like 71, 72% on unders this season. Uh, first under I like is Devin Singletary under 10 and a half rush attempts. He set this under in back-to-back -back weeks now. As the team is really mixing James Cook in more and more every week, Cook has out-touched him in each of the last two weeks and out-carried him as well. And it's not like Singletary's been bad, right? They're not benching him because he's been bad. It's just Cook has looked better. I don't think anyone can watch those games and not think that James Cook looks a lot more explosive than Singletary. And he's a bigger threat in the passing game as well. We do know Singletary not a good receiving back. And I just think they're like growing in their trust. And maybe it could have been a situation last week where you wouldn't have taken this and you've been like, well, they're giving you more touches in the regular season. Well, with its playoffs, we don't know what's going to happen. But it, it like they've just been giving him more touches. You look over the first 10 weeks, 3.7 carries per game for Cook. Uh, eight weeks since then, 8.5 per game. So he's getting a lot more carries per game. We see him in that first playoff game with everything on the line, have his second highest carry total of the season so I'm not expecting James Cook to have you know 20 carries to single series too but this is basically a 50-50 split and unless we're expecting Buffalo to lean super run heavy it just doesn't leave in a 50-50 split enough volume for Singletary to get to you know 11 carries more than you know like 40 percent of the time and I think this hits uh, the under close to like 60 percent that makes him a really good pick. Another one I like under Charles Etienne, uh, and I know we're like what we just we just like this over the receiving uh, under three receptions. Again, I, I like the rushing, but he doesn't have a single game yet this season hitting this over. 
Zero. So he has played in 18 games. He's got 10 unders, zero overs, and eight times being a push. Like he typically maxes out at that three reception mark. So if we take the under at three, it's a push at three. If he hits the under, we're golden. Like he legitimately has not gone over yet this season. Um, Even in games with 80, 85% of the snaps, they're just not using him that much in the, the passing game. I think it's a little bit weird. Um, I think maybe next season they kind of you know integrate him a little bit more into that area of the game. But, I mean, look at last week. That was the perfect game script. Right? If you could dream up a game script where he gets the four receptions, it's last week. Get down big. Get all those snaps. He had one reception. So even if they get down, he's not necessarily hitting this over. Final prop we'll go over today is another under, and that's Joe Burrow under 294.5 total yards. I wouldn't say I'm overly confident in this one because, like, Burrow's obviously quite good at football, and, like, you know, Jamar Chase, what, could have, like, two catches, go for 40 yards, and really start pushing this over. But my projections have him around 10 yards under this mark. Um, Whenever that happens, like my projections typically lean a little bit closer to the over. Whenever we're projecting the under on average, it's usually a good bet. He's 10 and 7 hitting this under in the season. And the game's at Buffalo. It's not exactly the easiest place to play. Um, I'm actually not worried. Some people add on weather. I mean, it's a factor, right? If this game was being played in 75 degree weather, 70 degree weather, no wind, like obviously that's like perfect conditions. You're expecting you know, more overs to hit. Uh, And while it's going to snow probably in this game, there's not that much wind. The snow's looking like maybe an inch somewhere around there. That's not really that big of a deal. That's not really going to impact anything all that much. I put it in there. It's dropping uh, like the uh, catch percentages by like 1%. Like it's really not going to do all that much, but it's enough to just say, on the road in Buffalo, not ideal weather, a high over on average. Like I have the Bengals projected to lean more pass heavy this week than they usually do. Still doesn't matter. Projects for the under that makes it a good pick. So those are my favorite props at the moment. But again, I have more free on my website, thefencefootballadvice.com. So take a look if you've not done so already. And if you want to sign up for your first account today on Underdog, just use promo code FFA. They will match your first deposit up to $100. So good luck to everyone this weekend. That, my friends, is in this one. Hope you all enjoy. If you did, how about hitting the like button and how about subscribing to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.